0: The Naperville Bears has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Well, maybe not. But the Chicago Bears are flirting with a new option for their next home stadium in the western suburb. The team met with the Naperville mayor last week. Now, the move comes as the Bears continue negotiations over the tax value of the Arlington Heights race course, which the team bought for nearly $200 million in February. So here with more details is WBEZ sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout. Welcome back, Cheryl. Good morning. So the bears are now saying that Arlington Heights is is no longer the team's quote singular focus. Are you surprised by any of that?
1: No, I think they're looking for some leverage. Mm. And when the mayor of Naperville, Scott uh, Worley, contacted them May 24th and then uh, Kevin Warren had a meeting with them on f- last Friday, it's just this, you know, it pushes the envelope with Arlington Heights. That's what they're trying to do and you can't blame them. Mm. Okay, so how did Naperville officially enter the picture? By by contacting the Bears first. It wasn't the other way around. And so they're saying that you know they have the re, the resources as far as the property and everything. And it's a different county too. It's not Cook County. That's DuPage County. That's right. So you have you have that government and agency involved with it too. So uh, you know he's a new mayor, and if a new mayor is looking big. He's a businessman, and he wants to see if he could get the Bears to come there, which would, you know, ups his, his, his PR. So I, I can understand him. It doesn't make sense for the Bears, though, because you put so much money already into the, at the racetrack. Yeah, I think
0: that's the part that has a lot of folks confused. Also, I mean, Naperville is 45 minutes from the loop. Right. As you said, it's not even the same county. Um, and 45 minutes from the loop when there's no traffic. Let's be clear about that. Could the team
1: still be considered the Chicago Bears if they relocated there, Cheryl? Uh, they will be, you know. And, and the other teams that have moved, at, most teams are not in the city proper that they, you know, that they label. They are actually in the suburbs of them, so they always keep that name. But I've heard that people said, "Hey, why not go out to Rockford?" That would be way too far. <laughs> but I understand this is gamesmanship as far as the Chicago Bears. They need to make sure that they could push the Arlington Heights, Palatine and Rolling Meadows, uh, their areas to try to push what they need to get.
0: Yeah. Well, Naperville hasn't actually given any specifics no. on where the stadium's going to be, which right. is, of course, the, the big question. If a team's already spent hundreds of millions of dollars, Cheryl, on, on a site and then they release this vague statement on entertaining other options, right? What should we as fans make of that?
1: Wait and see. I think you have to wait and see. You know, they, as you mentioned, they, they spent $197.2 million just to buy the property. They're spending $3 million right now for the demolition. I've seen the the, the trucks and everything there. I've hmm. called by there since I live so close. So it's kind of like, hmm, why would you spending all this money and you're not going to stay there to do it? It just doesn't make common and sense. What are your priorities at this point? Just try, the taxes. They're trying to get the tax uh, situation in their favor. Uh, the assessment was very high by Cook County. Uh, they assessed it for $197 million, which without uh, the racetrack there, that's what the bears are saying, wait, we're taking down the racetrack. It's not going to have that. It's not, you know, it can't function mm-hmm. as a racetrack. So it's not worth the $197 million we paid for it. And prior to that, the assessment was $33 they So they're, they're looking for some leverage there. They're also trying to get a, a deal with the school districts yeah, because of their tax situation is all affected by whatever happens to Arlington Park racetrack. And that's Palatine uh, 211, uh, Palatine 15, and Rolling Meadows is part of that, too. Yeah. Well, let's hear from uh, the mayor of Arlington Heights himself.
0: This is Thomas Hayes recently weighing in on this situation when he was on uh, NBC Sports Chicago.
1: There are still hurdles to overcome. With respect to the Arlington Park property, uh, the tax assessment for the next two years, obviously, is the initial hurdle. This is just part of their due diligence and exploring all options. I would do the same as a business owner myself. I'm confident that in the end, Arlington Ice will be determined to be the best piece of property for the Bears stadium.
0: So, you know, as uh, Mayor Hayes mentioned there, the, the tax situation is that big hurdle? So, just dig a little deeper, Cheryl, and just remind us how we got there and what's going on.
1: Well, as I as I mentioned, the, the assessment is high right now, yeah. and and they've actually appealed that assessment. If that appeal can go through in favor of the Bears, I think this will kind of mute a lot of what we're hearing right now with Naperville or any place else. Uh, the school districts are concerned that they are losing the property taxes, you know, that they would normally get because of that. And here's the other aspect of it. If they build this entertainment area, plus add residential there, you would be putting more possible students' burden on these school districts. Mm -hmm. So that's something that has to be considered. And that's why uh, Palatine, Rolling Meadows, and Arlington Heights are concerned about the taxes. So just walk
0: us through what you think are the pros and cons, then, of a stadium in Naperville Mm -hmm. versus a stadium in Arlington Heights. So we know, of course, the taxes. The taxes are, are, lower are in one- And
1: we don't know where it would be, be built in Naperville. They don't have a 326-acre area that yeah. they could put so it in. So that's a big question mark on the Naperville side. Exactly, as far as that goes. I mean, again, how does it affect their traffic situation, where they build it, and how they do it? Naperville is considered one of the best uh, cities in all of America, so they have that going for them. But when you look at Arlington Heights, everything's in play. They have a train station that's right there. The Arlington Park uh, train station is right there. That's mm-hmm. where people get off and can go right to the easy stadium. Access. Yeah, so there's easy access. Again, they have to figure out what to do with 53, Route 53 at Euclid right there and Northwest Highway. And again, for people that don't know, Northwest Highway is not a highway. It is two lanes each way, and it's it, it would have to be expanded. Okay. And that's what the mayors of Palatine, Arlington Heights, and Rolling Meadows are concerned with how is the infrastructure going to be how is the traffic going to be handled and how much of a disruption is this going to be as they start to plan and build anything
0: and what happens to the money that the bears already paid for Arlington Heights if they decide yeah. on somewhere else can
1: they get it back i well they, they they're taking they're demolishing this, <laughs> the, the racetrack so it's not it's not worth that 197 million right now with the what they've already done
0: have we seen this before Cheryl, where you know a team just kind of publicly flirts with the idea of another location after it's, it seemed like they were committing to something else.
1: Yes, and I was covering that too in 1988. The White Sox wanted a new Comiskey Park because the old ones was crumbling. And they had a deal that was in place pretty much with Tampa. Mm-hmm. Actually, It's in the Tampa Bay area. And they actually were going to move there. But James Thompson... The governor of Illinois, last minute, actually he went past midnight, to get the money for a new stadium. That was actually a publicly funded stadium. Okay. But it happened right after. And in fact, if you want to ever go to Guarantee Rate Field, when you walk into the front, there is a plaque for Jim Thompson because he got them the stadium. Oh. <laughs> but they were going to go to Tampa area. Really? Okay. Yeah. I knew, I knew people in the front office they had already bought condos to live down there.
0: So this is, this is a thing. This is mm-hmm. a regular thing. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about the Chicago Bears. They're now exploring options for a new stadium in Naperville. And this comes amid a, a lengthy dispute over the tax assessment of the Arlington Heights property. And with us, of course, is WBEZ sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout with the latest what if anything do these latest developments, Cheryl, tell us about
1: our new Bears president, Kevin Warren? When he got the job, you knew there were a couple of reasons why. One, he had a he had the uh he would have the job at the Big Ten Commissioner and he did a lot there by getting them big big money as far as a TV deal and expanding. But here's a more important issue or positive for him. He was with the Minnesota Vikings when they built their new stadium. Mm-hmm. So he understands all the layers that you have to go through, all the, you know, you have to hit, check all the boxes. He understands that. He also knows how to be politically involved where he has to push the buttons. And so he's very, very important for this. He didn't, he wasn't there when they made the sale. That was Ted Phillips. But it's now Kevin Warren's job it's now to get it done. His problem. It's yeah. his It's his to get it done. The city of Chicago is also
0: looking to, to potentially
1: resume talks
0: <laughs> with the Bears. You laugh. Is it too late? I mean, what, what should we expect next from the organization? I,
1: I, I see that there's people that want it done, you know, but I think that bridge is already closed. It's Bye done. Bye-bye, Soldier Bye Field. By, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: All right, let's shift to some other sports news while I have you here. Mm-hmm. Chicago's Sky had a really nice comeback yeah. on Sunday. They played against New York. I'm curious how they're doing so far this season overall.
1: Well, you know, it's really funny fun to watch it. this team. They were they are down players, you know, and and on Sunday they were down they were down to eight players because Dana Evans had a migraine, but this is a defensive team that can if they could force transition basketball, which is what they've been able to do, they can score points. Uh, Kalia Copper is their leader. She mm-hmm. is, you know. But it's fun to watch Courtney Williams. She's the veteran. And you've got to watch her play, which in the fourth quarter, she's been scoring big buckets in the fourth quarter. But she knows how to needle players and on the fans. At one point, she was getting into it with New York fans, blowing kisses to oh, them. Oh, really? You know? so she, <laughs> they so, didn't like that, did they? No, no. But but there, there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle that James Wade is trying to do. And he's also got these players that they have been playing in Europe. They've never played in the NBA. So they, they're rookies. But yet they've got the experience. Mm-hmm. And so you see that. But they had injuries. They do have some injuries that they have to worry about. Uh, the fact is is that uh, Rebecca Gardner had to have surgery on her knee. Oh. And that's a shame because she was a defensive spark plug. But the team is centered around Kalia Copper and Elena As we Smith. Knew, we knew she would be the,
0: the yeah. focal and point. And
1: he proclaimed that she was a leader. And she's taking it. And she's taking it seriously.
0: Yeah. Um, I hear something about new investors, too.
1: Yeah. The report came out today that uh, 10% of the team has been sold to eight. Women, and wow. one of the women is Laura Ricketts, one of the owners of the Cubs. So this is really great news because they have they want to invest in a team that they want to expand as far as the practice facility. They 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 use a, uh, a park district practice facility. They want that. They want to expand the staff, yeah, which they need to do, and marketing, and expand the fan experience. So. This is a positive for the Chicago Sky.
0: That's great. And, of course, they've got a game tonight at Mm -hmm. home against Indiana, so good luck to the Sky there. Um, Also reports, well, more so rumors, Cheryl, Mm. about uh, Chicago Bulls guard Lonzo Ball not being, not just being injured but never being able to play again.
1: Yeah, we're hearing a lot about that, and that's really unfortunate if that comes true. And the concern is for him. You know, he's a young man. He's only in his early 20s. And the fact is that the Bulls have to decide – do they apply for the uh, NBA disabled players exemption? And if you do that, you're saying he's not going to play at all next year. Well, he, has to, he didn't play at all this last year. And he's having a cartilage of uh, – it's actually a, a cadaver cartilage put into his knee.
0: I mean, if they do sign that, I mean, could, can he
1: come back maybe later Yeah, if, I mean, if he yes, he could. But it, this would like – you could make that decision for a year. And that's what they have to consider. He's got two years left on his contract. $10 million for each Ooh. year. So that's, that's a lot of it's money the, that the Bulls are losing. But also the player itself, it's really hard, young player, to be devastated with injuries.
0: Of course. And and then bad timing on top of yes. it. Yeah. Um, and let's talk briefly about the White Sox's Liam Hendricks, who made a huge comeback since yeah. his career diagnosis. T- talk more about that recovery.
1: You know, I, I know Liam real well. And it's very emotional to me when I think about what he went through. When he came back uh, um, a week ago today, first time, it was very thunderous when he did it. But this weekend was even more. He, uh, he pitched an inning on Saturday, had a clean inning where he got everybody out, which was really important to yeah. him, and he got a strikeout, so he kept that ball. Yes. Then on Sunday, he, he pitches the ninth inning, and he gets two strikeouts and the third out, another clean inning, and the White Sox come back with a grand slam at the bottom of the inning, so he gets the win. Incredible. After the game. I go to him. I go. You had a clean inning, and you got the win. And he and this, we, we both started to tear because He goes. My wife texted me that today is National Cancer Survivor's Day. Oh, I mean, you know. Oh my
0: goodness, that's wonderful. And
1: now he's going to be in New York. And I said to him, how are they? How do you think the Yankee fans are going to treat? He goes, you know, I, I kind of like the Yankee fans <laughs> no matter what, <laughs> but I think they're going to give him quite the quite the applause. That's so special. So
0: special. Cheryl raced out as a WBEZ sports contributor. Thanks so much for these updates, Cheryl. Thank you. Good to see you.